So, hey there, listener. This is Do You Want to Make a Podcast? Yes, that is the name of the show. We just have a couple bullet points that we need to hit before we start. One, there's a fireplace. It's fake. I've ruined everything. <sighs> Wait, should we start over? <laughs> Take two. Hello, listener. You are you are listening to, because you're a listener. Take three. <laughs> This is... Wait, we should establish, like, what we want to talk about. What are the bullet points we need to hit here? I I got it. I got it. Okay, so we tell them that the show is called Do You Want to Make a Podcast? It is a fireside chat between two best friends who are on the hunt to create the perfect podcast. They have a lot of ideas, and they can't decide what they want to talk about. Okay. That's pretty much it. That's it. We that's 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 the like, synopsis. Then we'll then we'll plug the do we social want to media. Do like social media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so we'll tell them to follow us at Do You Want to Pod, all spelled out. That's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can also email us at Do You Want to Make a Podcast at Gmail dot com. That's it. That works for me. Wait, I think we just did it. We did it. That was my that was my plan all along. Oh, okay. Bye. Bye. Except hello, because now the show's starting. Yes, it is. Just like that, we did it. We're, in we're the here. Thing. <laughs> Mission. We've arrived. We've arrived. At the podcast, we made it. We have Rory Max Kaplan and Chelsea Best joining us today on the show, and I could not be happier about that. <laughs> that makes four of us. Yes. <laughs> party of party of four. Yeah. <laughs> um, Welcome. Anyone watching the. The video of this, Chelsea drew these beautiful paintings that are behind me. I'm always trying to promote her wonderful work. Ayo! <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, Chelsea, like I, there's been so many Zoom calls I've been on. I just slowly but surely just kind of like try to adjust myself, but there's right. no subtle way to do <laughs> yeah. that. I'm like, buy my friend's stuff. She's right. Oh, my God. I think that's very subtle. Dude, you're awesome. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. The slow lean. Yeah. The yeah. slow... Oh, there's a third one, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sneak attack. There's a surprise around every corner, around every shoulder. It's it's your chair yoga. Oh, I wish I had more, so I could just be like, yeah, uh huh, and just bring it in and just slowly but surely <laughs> right. cycle through. If that's not subliminal messaging, I I don't know what is. <laughs> I should buy artwork from that artist. What was that? Where did I see that? <laughs> yeah, and I just send them just send them like random texts in the night, no explanation. Picture the paintings. Picture the paintings. Yeah. Go to Etsy. Oh my gosh. You can't, you, you can't, uh, you cannot escape them. You can't buy that kind of advertising. No. Um, we, we keep forgetting to do this, but, um, we always, we always like to make sure everyone's on the same page. Does everyone here want to make a podcast? Everyone here. Wants oh, everyone to make here a wants to make a podcast. Okay. What about you, Jim? Yes. Good. I'm ready. I try not to assume. It's time. <laughs> um, Let's go! <laughs> now, Jim, just like just like Batman, we've discovered that we only have one rule on this podcast. Right. We don't talk about it? 
Uh, oh, that, okay. So now we have two rules. Uh, okay. Second rule is we don't talk about it except when we promote it each and every week and tell everyone we know. But the other rule, which we do end up breaking, so uh, feel free as our guest to break the rule, is we don't talk about the remake of Cats on this podcast. Well, it wasn't remade. It wasn't a remake. It was it a was first re- It was re-released. The or... release. We don't talk about the new Cats. And as soon as we say that, we find that all we can talk about is cats so <laughs> more opinions just keep coming up any so. thoughts from you guys on the new cats no i bring, haven't seen it bring Can't me the but- comment bring me the buttholes what ah, okay <laughs> you heard it here first you know what those are two great takes haven't seen it bring me the buttholes you know what that's that's all you need love it the new new york times raves <laughs> Cats, haven't seen it, and bring me the buttholes. <laughs> you know, I, it, concise. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert. Put it on Rotten Tomatoes, baby. Now, now I hear, I'm, I'm hearing buttholes. Now, what is it about the cat's butthole that especially, uh, you, 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 you call that out particularly? What about the butthole? Well, I mean, okay, again, and no, and I haven't seen it. I mean, all, I mean, kind of like most movies nowadays, you see the trailer, like the full trailers, which are usually between like what three and five minutes. You've, You've seen the movie. Seen the whole movie at that point. I, well, I just watched it. They I just don't watched need to it. pay for that. Exactly. I know who, who <laughs> I know who dies. I know who's in it. I know what happens. The whole deal. But I mean, like you know, immediately when I saw the first trailer, I, I immediately it was like it didn't matter who was in it. It didn't matter who was in it, how great the cast was or anything. I I saw like the CGI and everything with it, and I just was like, no. No, thank you. Not for me. I'm I'm all good. Cats in general isn't for me. But then, of course, they did it like that. And I, th- but I, th- I say the buttholes because I'm like, they went that deep into the CGI to make them look like actual cats and the whole thing, the whole whatever. If you're gonna do that, what does a real cat look like? But always having their tail up, and there's the asshole. There, there you see it. Yeah, it's kind of unmissable in real life, so I would imagine it would be have to be a, a part of the movie. Yeah, I mean, I'm not even a fan of the show, the musical, what have you, but the whole theatrical spectacle of the thing, you kind of have to have some sort of respect for. I knew a buddy from, from a cast over, not this last one, the one before that, that was like in the 90s or something, I, whatever, and... Going backstage, I went with my mom, and I hated seeing it, but we went backstage to say hi to the friend, and we he did his own makeup. Like, they all do their own makeup. That's cool. And, like, the whole production of it is, that like, this huge thing. I'm like, why wouldn't you do that in the movie? Why would you sell that short and do some shitty CGI and leave out the butts? Leave out the assholes. You know, I think that's... I think we're finally... We're, we're getting to the crux of why this film didn't do as well as expected. Leaving out the butthole? Big mistake. Big mistake. Big mistake. Big mistake. You talk to anybody in Hollywood right now, they say it's all about the butthole. That's what it's that's what it's all about. The nineties were for the nipple. Now it's all about the butthole. Now we just gotta keep pushing. The debut of the nipple was the nineties. Friends, the whole series. Is it really that cold? <laughs> or did you just before? I think you're on right. something, your Charles. Or they, or did they like give them? Did they have inserts? Did that inserts. was also a debate topic. 
Oh, I don't know. <laughs> now, now to to play devil's advocate, the, isn't the idea like I didn't watch too much Friends, but the idea is like they're like broke in New York, even though they have a great apartment. They might not have turned the heat on in that apartment. It would be cold in there. Nips would be in full effect, potentially. Just playing devil's advocate, but I like the idea that there's inserts. That's even more fun. Could be. Could be because there were there was a, an alarmingly high amount of visible nipples throughout that oh, whole yeah. series. Oh yeah, I have to do More a rewatch. So yeah, now I have a reason to go rewatch Friends. I guess do it. Got gotta get HBO Max so I can rewatch Friends to see all the nipples. Do do a do a deep nipple dive and be like, when are the nipples visible in Friends? Oh, and they, they, I'm sure there's a website for it. Uh, you know what? There probably is. And if there's not, then I just found my next project. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Also, sorry, but I never saw a male nipple. No, there was never really a male nipple either. If it's really that cold, the men are not even wearing bras. Yeah. Why aren't their nipples? Right. Visible? So is there an... Is there a... Is this a one-way street? Like, there's an underrepresentation of male nips in this? Yeah, well, I the think 90s, there should be more the male 90s nipples. were a time of very baggy clothes for the men. Well, you know, guys oh, have had a yes. guys have had a rough go of it, uh, you know, as of very recently. They they deserve their due of nipple showing. The male nipple has been object- objectified enough. It's been on TV. It's been able to be on TV for the last 50 years. That was actually so. part of the of the casting process of Friends where you had to send a headshot and a, and a nip shot, but only for the men. <laughs> only for the men. <laughs> Resume not required. Not required. No. Oh god. And maybe that's why like cuz I've heard a lot of folks of a certain age they marvel that uh the younger folk, I mean not that we're much not that we're the young folk anymore, but that friends has like lasted throughout different generations of viewing and maybe subliminally everyone's just about looking for <laughs> they're just like, "Oh, a nipple show." They don't realize that's why they're in it. Yes, but either that or we also like to play the boom game. Boom. Oh, the boom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How how often when you the see the dips. how often you see the boom just right kind of here. the boom mic coming right into the shot of the scene. Boom. We would play the boom game. Drink whenever you see the boom. <laughs> on, it would be like Did it happen a lot? Yeah. It happens a lot. Boom. Boom. See the boom mic. You, you see it going <laughs> like that. That's terrible. And then you're like, "Oh, boom mic." Cheers. Oh, but it's wonderful. So, would you say every episode? Would you? I wouldn't be surprised if it was every episode. Or is it a little more rare? I I wouldn't be surprised if it was every episode. It is a fun game. Oh, friends. Boom! (laughs) What are some other fun uh, uh, film, either TV or movie, watching drinking games that you guys enjoy? I mean, there's always the Big Lebowski. Can you keep up with how often the dude Mm -hmm. drinks a white Russian? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's always making another one. Yeah. And you got to make a new one and be done with your last one. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every time John Goodman raises his voice, that kind of thing. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I thought you were going to say drink every time they say dude in that movie, which I just yeah, learned right, via a right. trivia question is like 169 times. The U.S. Uh, the US office, the, the office was... Mm-hmm. That's also it's a great one for a drinking game. Like every time Jim looks at the camera and does like a shruggy shrug, yeah, does his little thing, or yeah, anytime, anytime Steve Carell says something misogynistic or like 
Oh my god. Something yeah, something crazy. Anytime you want to turn it off because it hurts so much, but you can't look away. It's like a car accident that show. It's so good. Sometimes. Oh, I love it though. I love it. Oh, it's it's a great show, but it is like a car accident. Oh, That's yes. Oh yeah. I, I mean, I know I, I, some some folks I know would would say I can't get into it because it is such it's, painful. it's a yeah, it's yeah. like what it's a car yeah. wreck. It, it's so painful. The the awkward situation, especially like early seasons, is like it's such a it's such an awkward situation. I just he's like I don't find it funny. I, I I'm it, yeah. It makes me uncomfortable, and I'm like that shit. I have to I have to like pause it and like walk away from it for a minute and be like, oh, it's not real. It's not real. No one's really that dumb. That's, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. Sh- Cue the Ugh. president. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but cue the best bash of POTUS at present time with Steve Carell as like one of the main Head, writers yeah. heading the show. With have Space you guys Force? Seen Space have you seen Force? Space Force yet? I haven't started it yet. Is it great? We're almost we are like two episodes away, I think, of being done. It is within the first five minutes of the first episode, we both looked at each other and we're like, I'm so happy right now. Yeah. <laughs> and who and wait, who's his it's John Malkovich plays his plays yes. his up. Oh, the two of them Car- together. Carell and Malkovich brilliant. together are I mean for anything, like the, they're the reasons to watch it. They're that's awesome. amazing. I'm gonna that's, have to start it. That sounds very good. It's fantastic. Um, I do wanna, I do wanna watch it. Yeah, like it's nobody's business. I think you guys would especially like the Midnight Gospel on Netflix. Have you guys started that? No. Wait, no, have, but we've seen previews for it. Have we? It is. Is it weird? A sober acid trip is the only way I can describe it. Yes. Then you've seen a preview. I can't remember We've the preview. We've seen for the it. preview for this. I don't remember. Talk it. about it, Joe. It's Preach. quite therapeutic, um, especially in this time that we're in. So the comedian uh, Duncan Trussell has, for years, had a podcast where he talks about uh, spirituality, meditation, Eastern philosophy. He's a big fan of Ramdas. He he and Pete Holmes actually would go on the yearly retreats for Ramdas. So if you're okay. into that kind of thing. Uh, that that's where it started. So Duncan's podcast is basically being animated by Pendleton Ward, who did Adventure Time. So they they start each episode off with like five minutes of a very loose plot, and then the character Duncan voices, whose name is Clancy, puts himself into a simulator that is shaped like a giant vulva, and it teleports him into these simulated worlds where he interviews and quotes people for what he calls he goes do you guys want to be on my space cast it gets it gets put into space (laughs) and that's where like the footage you know for lack of a better of his of duncan's previous podcast episodes start and it's just this like wonderful crazy acid trip of a ride where they talk about life and death and forgiveness and like everything and the last episode is one of the last conversations duncan had with his mother before she passed Oh, wow. it's so beautiful. She's taught like during the audio, you hear her say, yeah, I've been told that I only have three months to live for the past six years. And they're like, wow, like, what's that about? It's just like it. I did not expect for it to be like have a healing quality, but it really did. It was that sounds wow. pretty cool. And honestly, it does like the, what you were talking about kind of did sound a little familiar. I mean, honestly, we see Netflix previews for all the shows like we see a million every time you go into it. So it actually does sound Slightly familiar. Um, 
I, I love, love both those guys. Such like a creative vehicle for those conversations. Like That's I love cool. that. I would totally check that out. That sounds pretty cool. Definitely worth a watch, and I recommend it to all the listeners as well, kids. It's a fun time. Endorsed. <laughs> Indoors, yes, of course. Oi. You know, Ram Dass used to get really high in multitudes of ways until he found meditation. Yeah, yeah. And he said there is no high superior to meditation. Mm-hmm. He said, I was done. I was it. I, I was always looking for the next big high, the next big high. I wanted to get Chasing higher. Chasing that. Chasing that. And then yeah. I realized I could get the highest I will ever need to be in life with meditation. And I thought that was fascinating. Yeah. He was, a pretty, he was a pretty brilliant man. Yeah. 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 I, I don't have the links to back this up, but through podcasts, I've heard that there's been studies where if you take pictures of the brain of folks on psilocybin, which is the the drug, quote unquote, in magic mushrooms. If you take that and someone who's meditating, the brain, the images of the brains is exactly the same. Yeah. So if you're meditating, you're like basically giving yourself a natural but dose. then it's reaching that state of yeah. meditation through like practice upon, upon practice upon practice upon practice that you actually reach that certain level that really activates that that uh, part of the mind and the psyche. Yeah, the uh, there's a story in Pete Holmes' book about how Ram Dass, as you said, JLC, to your point, he was chasing these highs and he was on uh, psychedelics. He goes to India, he meets his guru, whose name was Maharaji. I'm probably pronouncing that wrong. And he gives Maharaji, like, he's like, this is what I've been taking. And he gives him, like, a giant dose of whatever it is. And Maharaji just takes it and blinks and goes, it's, a, it's it's all right. You know, he basically isn't phased by it because right. he's so used to meditating and he's like on this other plane. And he's like, oh, that's cute. <laughs> right. Yeah. right. Which I right, love. Right, right. And I've, 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 I've actually so heard of that. So centered. I've totally so heard of centered that. he can't be knocked off. Yeah. That's brilliant. Yeah. It's like, yeah, that's where I live all the time. Join me. Right. <laughs> that's beautiful, though. I love Meditation. it. Meditation. I challenge him to do that in Manhattan, though. I challenge him mm. to uh, <laughs> mushrooms in Manhattan. No, no, no. I meditate and or reach meditate. reach that sort of right, concentration of meditation in in, in Manhattan. Car alarm. It's probably possible. I mean, Baby with that crying. kind of with that kind of training. The music like, of the like, city. The, it's it's just the music of the city. It's it is. I agree. It's a different way of. I totally agree. It's part of my soundtrack. I, I'm all about it. To yeah. Whatever. <laughs> what was it from Arthur? Listen to the beat. Listen, listen to the rhythm. The rhythm of the street. Anyone remember yes, the kids' show that, Arthur? That was that was the lyrics of the theme song. Yes. Yes. Nailed yes. it. This this supports my theory that I know like four bars of any given song, but I don't know any complete songs. <laughs> like I can't I can't go forward after that. Sure. Well, that's a that's an interesting topic of conversation. Would you rather know a little bit about everything, or a lot and most of one thing? Oh, a little bit of everything. Okay. Because that's how I feel like I am. Well, not everything, but (laughs) I don't feel like I have a lot of knowledge about any one thing right now. So unless unless that one thing is the entire Encyclopedia Britannica, which would be. Well, well, that's cheating. It is totally, totally. That's so, cheating. That's aside from cheating, is that, like, is that like wishing for more wishes? <laughs> Essentially, yes. That's the, the, no, the correct answer is a little bit of everything because that's the only way you can win a game of Trivial Pursuit. Um, uh, there you go. There you go. Which is important. 
It's very Do you it think? <laughs> Depends on what's riding on the game. Oh, go Depends ahead. Depends on what's riding on that game. <laughs> Wait. Well, I mean, it it could be as simple as my pride. I play to win. I <laughs> I play for keeps. I play. I play. I I I didn't come here to make friends. I came here to win. <laughs> is what I say before every game because yeah, well, I'm secretly yeah. a white woman on a reality show. <laughs> You're a. <laughs> is is the rub that Jim you always leave any game with like five new friends and you're like damn it I didn't come here for you but no, uh, well, I'm so glad I met you stop following no, me no I have alienated people during a game I have been that competitive that I've alienated I gotta keep you keep it at arm's length yeah can can we get a story about this Jim if it's I not mean, too personal it's, it's not it's not a moment of pride for sure but okay so can we act it out improv it out no just kidding go, go Jim go. I mean it was, it was a game of Jeopardy that we were playing at the beginning of a uh, playwriting competition that I was a part of in college. And so, like, to get, like, the twist that we were going to get and, like, to figure out who would get to pick their topic first about what they were going to write about, we played a game of Jeopardy at the start of the night. Mm. And I love Jeopardy. I love Jeopardy so much. And, uh... I got a little too into it. And to be fair, <laughs> okay. Are you trying to find a way to not like incriminate yourself? What no, regulation is just so important in a game like that. If you want to if you want to talk about like who answered something first or when it's important to be like who clocked in first, like Regulation's so important, and there was not a good way of regulation, and it got me a little heated. <laughs> For lack of a better term. And uh, people that typically enjoy my presence did not enjoy my presence that evening, <laughs> and, it, and it, uh, it's, it scarred me in a deep way. That's not true. It didn't scar me. But it made me, it made me remember that... Uh, Anyone can become a monster if they're too passionate about something. <laughs> That's deep, dude. That's really good. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. That being said, I do still go into most games wanting to crush people. Well, I want to have fun first, and then I get like... It, so the cycle is like, oh, this game is cool. I'm so excited to play it. And then you get about a third of the way in, and, and you either are... There's two possibilities. One is I've already lost... So let's just let it ride, baby. And the other one is, there's a chance. <laughs> there's a chance for victory and I'll do anything for it. You're competitive, Jim. That's all you're saying. You're a competitive yeah. man. And, We're uh, going to win. We're going to win. Sometimes I go a little wild. <sighs> you look like a Tasmanian devil. That's me. <laughs> That's my Tasmanian devil. Well said. I mean, it was a... Thank you. <laughs> On Quaaludes. That was Tasmanian Devil <laughs> on Quaaludes. <laughs> you guys are shot with a tranquilizer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Tasmanian Devil on Quaaludes. Excellent. Very Tasmanian excellent Devil on Quarantine, though. <laughs> like, he's like spinning closer, but then he like ducks away really quick before he gets too close to folks. 
Uh, Cyclone is about six feet wide, so you know it's a good he's, he's, it's a good measure of distance. He's been social distancing since day one. Yeah, <laughs> he saw this coming. Um, getting back to the idea of a little bit of. I'm sorry, I have one more thing to say about the Tasmanian Devil. Sure. Have you ever realized that his mouth is like most of his body? <laughs> oh my yes. god! Like yeah, yeah, majority of his body is. And that's weird. That's it. He doesn't right, have any thanks. hips. He doesn't have no hips. No hips. Yeah. His hips do lie because they're not there. His legs come out of his head. I thought mm-hmm. I would yeah. do a better justice, so no. Yeah. He's just a big head mouth with arms and legs. No. Yeah. Yes. It's weird. Quite. Also, he probably doesn't look anything like an actual Tasmanian devil because that's a real creature. Correct. But- I don't know that I know exactly, like, I can't necessarily close my eyes and and know what a real Tasmanian devil looks like. I have no idea. I'm I'm convinced I've probably never seen one. For some reason, I keep picturing, like, a hyena. Like, if they, like, they almost look like some sort of... All right, I, now I have to look it up. I was just going to say, who's Googling? Who's on Google right now? Is it, is it the effect of, like, how, you know, for Marvel, we have the X-Men who's Wolverine? It's like a rat! Yeah, and it's basically this cute furry little thing. Well, but yeah, but it's got to be big. It's got to be someone on the. Is it also a big mouth head with arms and legs? No, it's mass. It's mass. According to the Wikipedia entry on the front page of the Google search for Tasmanian Devil, its top speed, its maximum speed while running is 8.1 miles per hour. Its mass, a male, typically weighs about 18 pounds, and a female weighs about 13 pounds. And it measures in about two feet in length. It's a dog. <laughs> yeah, it's like a giant rat, essentially. Yeah, a giant okay. black rat. Oof. Here, I'll share my, I'll share my screen. <laughs> there you go. Oh! <laughs> it's it's kind of cute. I like his little armbands. It's kind of cute. He's got cute little armbands. Still has a big mouth, I'll say that. Some of these pictures are horrifying. Oh, you mean like this one? Does look like a glorified ah. rat or like a relative to a possum. Oh, this one? I'm looking for some type of similarity oh, to... Oh, no, there's Taz. The oh, here we go. Here's a here's a comparison shot. There it is. Yeah. I'm, I'm not seeing it. I'm not seeing it. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not seeing it, unfortunately. <laughs> really not seeing any relation, oh, come on, quite frankly. Well, I want to know a call. I want to I hear... I want to... I want like... Audio footage of an actual one. If it actually does that, like if it actually yeah, does that, shit. I want to see one of those real Tasmanian devils in an audio booth with these headphones at the mic, just making the sounds <laughs> <laughs> and just being. And he, and he looks up at the booth. He's like, "Can we do that again? Can we just punch in real quick?" You guys <laughs> another one. I, I, was, another I wasn't one? feeling that one more. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't conveying what I wanted to in that one. <laughs> uh or he's actually really sophisticated, and he's like, "How did that sound?" Yeah. Hmm? Hold no, up. Once this more? this okay. one is is Tasmanian. Devil I'm a graduate screen. of the Tisch School of the Arts. It's <gasps> <gasps> oh. a it's adorable. It's adorable. Now oh, it's a baby. We found the perfect podcast. It's just looking at this cute, cute thing. Well, oh. Tasmanian devil. Oh. Uh oh. Don't get angry. Now he looks like a. Oh, it's like a little bear. bear. Look uh, hold on. It got yeah, less look, cute. He looks like a, you guys couldn't cute. hear that audio. Hold on. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, 
Okay, so yeah, exactly like Looney Tunes. It sounds exactly like it. It actually does. No, wait, now you gotta find the cartoon. Now you gotta find the cartoon. Yeah, okay, side by on, side. Compare. Okay, wait, I should I should go back here then. He and... snorted. He went. Oh my god. Why is, has anyone made like a crazy dubstep remix of Tasmanian Devil sounds? Because I feel like that would slap. <laughs> come on, Taz, come through. Karaoke? What is this nonsense? Is this a song? What the hell? <laughs> there we go. There, that was also oh, compare the wet, 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 wet it to. You know what? That's not bad. That's not bad. Was he mad, or does he just only ever make that sound? That's amazing. We've learned we've learned a great deal today, and I have no idea how we're going to share it on a podcast. But it's called but, Jim's Corner. Yes, Jim's Animal <laughs> Corner. But to summarize, <laughs> a Tasmanian devil in real life looks nothing like the cartoon. Its mouth is a normal proportion of its body, although they may sometimes make similar sounds. Who did the voice? Who did the voice for him? Because he must have done his research. I thought Mel Blanc did pretty much all the Looney Tunes. Hey, right, I, thought, feel, I feel like he did it, like most of the voices. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what we saw, what we were just watching, was a very recent one, so it's probably not. It's somebody else now. Is it true that he was in a coma at some point from due due to like a due to some some type of some type of medical thing happening to him, and no, the doctor doctor reached over and said, "Are you in there, Bugs?" And he and he went in Bugs's voice, "What's up, Doc?" <gasps> I, I could totally be making that up. If you are, it's great. I, I, I'll it. go. I will. I, I will go ahead and say fact check the shit out of me. But oh, uh, I don't know. I don't know why I feel like I've heard that. I heard that. All right. Mm. Well, as long as we're talking a little bit more about the Tasmanian Devil, uh, yes, he was originally voiced by Mel Blanc or Mel Blanc, however you want to say it. Good mm. job. Nice pull. Uh, also listed on this list uh, of note, uh, Jim Cummings. Oh. Who is probably most well known as the voice of Pooh Bear, but does a lot of voices. Oh. I can totally hear him yeah, doing yeah. that. Uh, Brendan Fraser, oh, at some point, voiced the Tasmanian Devil. Really? Which really? is weird to me. I have no idea when that would be. Well, didn't they do? Or were they just in a movie together? What was that movie? No, nah, but they they, well, redu- says, they well, this is the Tasmanian Devil. It says Tasmanian Devil is played by Mel Blanc, Jim Cummings, Brendan Fraser, and it's like what? They've done revamps of Looney Tunes that I'm sure. I mean, I haven't oh, seen yes. them, but I can't imagine they're as good as any of the old stuff. Yes. Well, and then and then the last name of note on this list uh, is a guy named D. Bradley Baker, who oh Bradley, uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, he does a lot of. Uh, if you've watched Avatar The Last Airbender, which is just back on Netflix, he was the voice of both Appa and Momo. Oh, heck yeah. So, like, he does a lot of animal voices. So I was like, oh, the Tasmanian Devil, if anybody does it now, it's probably D. Bradley Baker. Lo and behold, I was right. Thank you. 
Um, Nailed it. Trivia night. Thank <laughs> right you. there. A little oh, bit of everything. Okay, now I have to go to... Okay, keep... You guys can talk about other things. I have to look at Brendan Fraser's IMDb page now. <laughs> All right. While while Jim's uh, researching that, uh, Rory and Chelsea, um, we can cut this if you'd rather not. But are there any creative projects you guys are working on that you'd like to promote to the masses of the internet on our podcast? This camera, this camera, this camera, this camera. Okay, can't do that. <laughs> That's uh, oh. hot ones. You can't hot ones. You can't. It's it's a. Uh, but Sean Evans would love that cut. shout out. Mm. He'd love to send you a subpoena. No. Um... <laughs> Uh yeah man um f- uh, for me uh, it, this would this would be actually kind of the first announcement of it uh honestly so an exclusive oh yeah the hot gossip wouldn't you wish I had a million followers I don't um <laughs> but uh yeah so uh, actually today um a couple things uh today uh, is the official release of a compilation album that uh joe you you know this uh my so my dad and i for the past about 10 years we've been uh producing writing and producing music together and uh we did a song um that started after um uh the 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 tragedies in ferguson uh and then uh and then it kind of came to its completion after the orlando uh, nightclub shooting. We did a uh, we did an anti gun violence song called "Put the Guns Away," and that was uh, just a, a really big production uh, that we put together. And um, you know, we've been trying to get it out there for uh, past few years now. And we were able to when I was doing uh, Bronx Tale, um, we were able to get the whole cast on the Minskoff Theater stage where they do Lion King for Broadway Cares Equity Fights AIDS. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do two. Um, they two they hold two events uh, each year for their donation uh, seasons, and for one of them we got we did, got the whole cast on stage to to perform the song, and they uh, they gave us ten thousand dollars to donate to an anti gun violence organization, um, so that whole thing. But today uh, it it uh, was released on a compilation album called We the World, uh, a, uh, a compilation album, uh, nice. where every song on the album. I think it's I think it's 13 different songs 13 artists or something is um uh each each song is representing a different cause and uh all the money that gets uh made from you know either buying songs or buying the album goes to separate organizations so like like not all, every single penny goes to all these different organizations mm-hmm. and when we uh when we performed it and when I when they reached out to us about it it was about the time where March for Our Lives uh, the those, those teenagers uh, organized their thing. So, um, from 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 that point on, we committed to donating our shares to them. Nice. Uh, so that released today, and over the next like three months, they're gonna do like rollouts of promotions and all that kind of stuff for it. And um, I'm also gonna be doing a, a live uh, performance for uh, the Mercy for Animals organization. Um, Chell and I have been vegan for plant-based for about uh, three years, and it's mm-hmm. just you know it's just a, a a big cause and it means a lot to us. And they reached out to me, and they they have everyone from like Grammy award-winning artists to like you know major Broadway stars and whatnot to just to to re- to really anybody uh, that they they see they see out there and really want to have be a part of these concert series that they do. It's a two-day concert series, and uh, I'm going to be a part of that at um, June. I think it's June 27th and 28th. 
And then I'm releasing an, an EP uh, July 1st. So, look at you, man. Keeping keeping super busy. I mean, Heck it's yeah. it, the the EP is it consists so it's going to be an eight song EP that uh, you know, like I said, my dad and I've been doing music together, but we've been doing we're recording, fully producing stuff for the past maybe like ten years or so, or just shy of ten years. Um, so this EP is going to be full of songs that are actually spanning through that that mm. time frame so it's uh it's a whole bunch of that kind of stuff and uh yeah it's called full circle and it'll be on all the streaming stuff and everything so yes we will link to whatever links you want us to link to so folks can find it no quickly. links yeah but you know we'll, we'll see it'll it'll, right. it'll happen soon it'll happen soon you'll get them excellent yeah this one's got this one's been painting a crazy amount too and promoting a lot of her painting i've been painting She's been painting. <laughs> oh, oh! Let me just casually move to the side. There's some look at that painting. Oh, yeah. look at that painting behind me. Yeah. There's a third one behind the microphone. <laughs> uh, wow. Hey, man. Uh, update. Brendan Fraser voiced uh, the Tasmanian Devil in the 2003 film The Looney Tunes Back in Action, in which he starred. He starred in it and also voiced the Tasmanian Devil and the She-Devil, which I can only assume is the Tasmanian Devil's love interest. All right. Oh. Excellent. Well done, Brendan. Well there you done. Go. <sighs> well, I think we're we're nearing the end of our usual time. I uh No. I know. <laughs> it's just really good to see your face. Back at you. I'm glad you guys any were faces, here. man. <laughs> yeah. But Jim, uh, where where do you reside? I also I'm in Jersey, not far from Joseph. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, probably a stone's throw away. <laughs> I don't know why. We were all waiting on the edge. Yeah. Probably what? I, I was trying to think of a more clever way to probably say that. a fish's toss. <laughs> oh, just an old, just an old crow's hop down the. Probably road. a rabbit's fart. <laughs> 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 That's my favorite thing I've heard all day. I'm a rabbit's fart. I'm a I'm a rabbit's fart away. <laughs> Heck yeah. Yeah, I don't think we can. I don't think we could do one better than that. I thought oh, maybe it. we could go on a run, but yeah, I don't think you can get better than a I'm rabbit's fart. I'm gonna use that from now on. Oh my god. <laughs> You're welcome. When I get a text from my mom, like when I'm coming to visit, how far are you? I'm gonna be a I'm a rabbit's fart away. You're like, what the fuck did you just say to me right now? It's the cutest fart image I've I've ever put in my mind garden. That's, that's, that's wonderful. That's probably the cutest possible fart is a rabbit's fart. Oh yeah. Just imagine because it's got the little tail. Yeah, yeah. maybe like a maybe like a little uh baby chick fart. No? <laughs> maybe. No, I think the rabbit I think the rabbit's better. Because I imagine the rabbit looking back at you with the big like watery eyes mm-hmm. and the and the big fluffy <laughs> ears. Like, wasn't that adorable? Look at me, I pooted. Look yeah. at me. And then, and then so relieved. Be like, man, I've been holding that one in forever. Yeah. Thank goodness. Carrots, man. It's a lot of fiber. <laughs> That's true. That's true. You gotta look out for those carrots. They'll, they'll make get you ya. real gassy. They'll get you. They'll get you. Heck yeah. <laughs> oy, oy, oy. Well, um... We we managed to bring it back to buttholes. By the way, we have. Just like yes. We did full circle it back to buttholes. We, we full circled right back, back to, to buttholes. Back to Good observation. Fluffy Good observation. buttholes. 
Wow. I didn't, that went over my head too, so good observation. Full Circle is the name of the album. It's also the the butthole journey we've been on today. It's just, it's perfect. You can't ask for better promotion. It's the shape of most buttholes. (laughs) It is. A full circle. Yeah. (laughs) Uh. You can't get better promotion than comparing your title of your album. Chelsea's, the paintings behind me are, uh, they are circles. They're also circles. So it's it's great. It's great. Wow. Um, Oh my God. I think, uh, the kids know what to do, write, subscribe, do all the things, and tell your mom. Did you tell them okay. to write? To rate, but also write. Writing is a wonderful thing. I hope you guys get physical letters. I hope you get physical envelopes, letters. They they know where we carrier live. Carrier pigeon, <laughs> carrier pigeon. We, yeah. We've established that before. We've talked about them at length. Bring us, send us your carrier pigeons. We accept them. I'll give them a good home. I prefer a fox. <laughs> Carrier fox. <laughs> or bunny rabbit, as long as they fart. And then you text the rabbit, himself. say, how fucking far are you? He's like, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a mees fart away. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, excellent. <sighs> Rate, right, subscribe, five stars, kisses. Rabbit farts, and bye, Mom. Wow. I don't need your I'm just never going back Unless you force me to smoke crack Or do I